Last night, it was Halloween, and the one thing I love, uh, you see this sometimes, uh, the next day, you'll see some of the little ones still in their costumes. I saw, isn't that great? I saw this cute little fella, saw this cute little fella going around uh, today in adorable cowboy boots. What was his name? Governor Ron DeSantis. (laughs) You see... Just a little shaver, just a little shaver of a guy. Just so, like, I'm a cowboy. And so fun, just so fun, having a good time. You see, DeSantis wears only cowboy boots. And here's the thing, cowboy boots, they're great. If you're a cowboy. If you're the governor of Florida, you look like a dork. Nobody believes he's roping doggies in Tampa. Even though doggie style is Tampa's number one strip club. Ride him and rope him. Now, the rumored scandal is, I don't know if you've heard this, but the, the, the scandal is that DeSantis isn't wearing the boots for fashion. No, America's top cobblers believe that inside his boots, DeSantis is probably wearing height-boosting insoles. No, this is a true scandal. This is the greatest political height scandal since we found out Lincoln wore that hat to hide his stovepipe forehead. Yeah. The, um, the, the theory goes, and follow me down the rabbit hole, you can tell DeSantis is wearing lifts because his foot is too far back in the boot, which makes the toes curl up. Okay, let's, uh, let's check that. Jim, show me a picture. There he is giving a speech. Zoom in on the boots. Sweet Keebler elf. Governor, Governor, are you wearing lifts or are your toes just happy to see me? Cuz, cuz. Greatest thing in the air. Brit Summers. And this is the Brit Summers Show. Too soon? So no one told you that you were gonna get laid. Your body's a joke and you're not even getting paid It's like you can't get girls without some beer Well, you haven't gotten laid this week, this month, or even this year But I'll go down on you when you're feeling lonely I'll go down on you, give me your baloney I'll go down on you Will you go down on me too? Oh, just when that show went on the air, it never caught on. I always thought it was like if they could write a Seinfeld without being funny. It is what it was. It was nothing funny about that show. And and I've always asked anybody who was a fan of that show to tell me if they can recall one of the funniest moments or funniest scenes. And they just can't. It was just a, a state of mind for the, the 90s, early aughts, and it wasn't funny. I mean, I mean, coming down from uh, 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 Seinfeld and Cheers and before that, Taxi, and then Friends, it's like, uh, it just wasn't funny, man. It, it was just like, you know, uh, why you sit there and you're like, why am I watching these people? They're not doing anything amusing, or they're not making me laugh. But uh, anyway, well, there you have it. Uh, <laughs> well, here you go. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, have I, <laughs> have I mentioned lately that this is Skyhawk Radio? <laughs> uh, Amazon Music, tune in. Am I on uh, Amazon? Yeah, I'm on Amazon Music. Hey, I ought to check that out sometime. Uh <laughs> I am on Patreon, and I am on ACAST, still float channel, for some reason, because <laughs> they, they're so right-wing there. I don't know why. I mean, the pro-Trump and the pro-Nazi and the pro-this and the pro... And they uh, took all my microphones. So I think they owe me something. Those microphones, kids. Hey, boys and girls. The, the <laughs> when George and I set up that radio station, and I call it a radio station because that's what it sounded like when we were done. When the smoke had settled and we had and we put all our tools away, SoFlow Radio back in 2009 sounded just like a radio station, not a podcast, but a professional major market radio station. Yeah, because, but it was too soon. It was just too fucking soon. But yeah, those are my microphones you're on. 
Of course, you can access my show on thebritsummershow.com and uh, Substack and uh, Pocket Cast. Substack's really cool. They let you dress up your, your uploads really nice. And, and if you go into my Brit Summers uh, Substack page, you'll see it's, it's a very nice site. And I'm still learning how to manage it and do things. So, uh, so anyway, I, you know, I missed the whole intro. intro. Sorry about that. It's, it's been a few, couple of weeks. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is the Brit Summer Show. In case you were wondering what the hell you were listening to this person babbling. This is the Brit Summer Show broadcasting live from a country where a fat orange baboon can walk into a courtroom and spit in the eye of the judge and throw feces all over the room and have a tantrum and, uh, and walk out of there like nothing happened. Bye-bye. Nothing happened. No contempt of court, no, no fines, no jail time, which is what anybody would get if you behave that way in a court of law. And the judge is like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Engeron. Judge Engeron. Will you please get your client under control? <laughs> oh, he's another uh, Judy Garland. Please get your client under control. And you know, it's funny because when uh, it was first announced, he was going, well, actually, he, he, I mean, this is where the, he didn't have to go to this trial. From what I'm reading, he did not have to go into this courtroom. This is this is done. This was I, I, I'm really not certain of how this is civil courts working. Because what do I know? I'm not an attorney. But from what I understand, he didn't have to go. So instead, what he's doing is he's using this as a campaign device and making just mincemeat out of the judicial system and the judge. Uh, the judges like and back when he, this guy Ingeron got the case, I remember uh, law experts. I don't want to mention Glenn Kirshner by name, who I who I adore dearly. Uh, but they were all saying, "Oh, I know this judge. Oh, this judge is tough. Oh, this judge won't take any guff from that guy. Oh, if he puts if he he starts to misbehaving, he's going to get a uh, blanket gag order." He takes no guff from any of these people. We go right to jail. This guy, Judge uh, Ingeron. Oh, yeah, look out. And what is that? What happens? Please keep your client under control. He's jumping up and down. He's cursing. He's swearing. And probably with spittle coming out of his asshole-shaped mouth. He's like a zoo animal that, that, that they have to chain to keep him in there. And then, you know, he comes out and does his full report to his minions in between the the, the breaks there. You like take a 10-minute break. And, and the judge is like, whatever. It's, it's like everything with that guy. Uh, every law that he just uh, cast aside, that he broke, like, like uh, espionage and all the way down from there. Espionage, treason. Well, treason's one reason. And uh, and uh, insurrection, all of it, the whole the entire law book. They're going to throw the book at him. They missed. They're they're not going to. He's nothing. Absolutely nothing. I can't believe it. After what he did in that courtroom, you know, let's face it. Everybody was wondering what he did in the courtroom. But here's the thing that made everything much worse, and in fact made me suicidal. I don't know about you. But I had to turn off the news for a long time because they can't keep that syphilis-infested orange orangutan off our screen with his asshole mouth. They can't keep him off. I can't keep him off. You know, so my TV's going, my TV set's going. I don't care. I, I just, the worse it looks, the, the more I don't have to look at that big fat orangutan. Uh, and and they I can't stop the, the cameras, well, here we have pundits talking all night on all the networks. They're pundits, but here on the left side of the screen, there's pictures of them. They got to have pictures. I said this last last show, and it, it doesn't change. And, and there's pictures of them, and there's like B-roll uh, on the other side, and it's like he's all over. It's like a Donald Trump wallpaper all over the goddamn uh, studio, and, and they don't stop. They don't stop. They, they want... That Trump won't go away. He's in your dreams. He's up your ass. 
and and that's that's why he'll probably get elected again or be able to run again despite all of these this, this 91,000 indictments it's not going to matter he won't go away this fucker won't go away and in turn he's empowering the KKK and all of his dirtbag followers, all of his inbred uh, uh, self. Oh, yeah. Uh, his uh, uh, followers like this uh, Mike Johnson, this guy that uh, they uh, erected, <laughs> the uh, Republican uh, House Speaker, Mike Johnson. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what were they making laws against? Like DeSantis, where we don't want any transgenders around here. We don't want any drag shows that are harmless and fun. We don't want any of that. We don't want, especially, we don't want any books in our libraries. No, we want to burn all the fucking books that are in the uh, uh, libraries in the schools. Burn them all because we got two insane motherfucking cunts that this guy's pay uh, everything they say he does it. This DeSantis guy, and did I say cunt? You goddamn right because they're, they're and that's that's a dirty lousy word to say, but they're dirty lousy people. So fuck those two cunts. Uh, oh, wait a minute. One's a guy. Oh, he's a cunt, too. Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, we got these religious, religious fuckers. Here's something. Here's something. I have a, a, an FM broadcaster transmitter in my home so that when I listen to podcasts or shows or whatever it is, it broadcasts on my regular radios throughout the house. It's a really good idea. I've had it since I've had a genuine house. I've always used it. And uh, now and then, the uh, not the internet. Once in a while, I'll have on free speech TV, which is uh, I, I got problems with them, but I'm, I'm glad they're there. Uh, and, and what they do is they have some kind of a really bad feed or signal or something, and they drop off, and it's like an aw snap screen comes on, and it's an, uh, whatever it is. And if you're not paying attention, and there's no signal on this uh, FM transmitter, and FM religious station comes on yes uh, it, because it's very low at the end of the band it's not mine's on like 87.1 is where the transmitter on i guess they're on like 87.2 and they creep into whatever bands are available uh, and, and so it'll go off the air you know one minute you'll be hearing uh, tom hartman and then you'll have this uh, a guy come on and say you know if you feel like you've done something wrong there's nothing that you've done that's wrong don't feel guilty about anything you've ever did throughout your life you're going to be all right if you accept jesus into your heart nothing you do is wrong 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 like watching porn with your son nothing you do is wrong right mike johnson this is who they elect you know and it's a perfect fit He's right in line there with the, <laughs> the, the name that every Republican completely blocked out of their mind. Who is the longest serving a Republican House Speaker? Who is that? Denny Hastert. Yes, none other than Denny Hastert. Yay. Who was raping and, 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 and abusing young children, little boys. And he's in jail for it now. He's rotten for it right now. You'll never hear his name pass their lips, but Republicans will tell you how to live. They'll tell you how to do it, conduct your life. They'll tell you who to associate with. They'll tell what you what kind of dinner shows you can watch. Right, DeSantis? Because when it comes to Republicans, nobody's more straight up with Jesus than a Republican. Fucker. You want to hear that? The Denny Hastert's. Denny Hastert. Like I say, if they start talking about gays, if they start talking about transgenders, if they start talking about, just throw, throw it back in their face. Denny Hastert. And now you can add to it. Mike Johnson. He's another pervert. Who was the other guy that was uh, but fucking his uh, pool boy? Oh, that's right. Jerry Falwell's son. I forget his name. Falwell. Yes, but fucking his pool boy. Because it turned his wife on. They were butt fucking. He was fucking her. They were all right with the fucking around. But when they get on that podium and they make those speeches, it's God and Jesus and you will not behave this way. You will think and breathe and do everything I tell you. Because if you listen to me, I have a direct connection to God. And he will save you. He will provide the protection you need against anything you may think 
you have done wrong, be it murder, be it rape, be it whatever it is. And to double down on that, we now have Republican laws saying that in some states, rape is okay. Rape is okay. I think it's, I think it's Tennessee. And then if the girl's too young, you can marry her. I think in Tennessee, toe-tapping butt-fucking Tennessee, you, you can uh, marry a, a, a child. Like, like we're, we are a 10th world country. See? So, so now we have a third on down. I don't know why. The, the, the fucking pundits are so stupid. They're so goddamn stupid. If something happens to Biden, it's Kamala Harris gets in. Okay? Assholes. It, 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 it's not Speaker of the House. It's third down. You stupid fuckers, you. You know, if anything happens to Biden now, it's going to be uh, Mike Johnson. You don't know what you're talking about. They got these assholes on. How do they get these fuckers on there? Am I upset? Yeah, you're goddamn right I am. By the way, how's Joe Manchin doing? You won't see him no more. Good. Here, I'll give you a perfect example. Steve Martin, you've heard of him. He wrote a book, and it's called uh, Shop Girl. And from what I'm reading about, and pinned, they, it was about a, it's about a, a girl who works in a service-related industry. I don't know what it is, a waitress or something like that, <coughs> and has a boyfriend, but then falls in love mutually with a very wealthy man. And all I, all I can do is ask. How far back does that plot go? Come on, Steve Martin. That's the best you can do. That goes back to the 1930s. That kind of a plot. Well, he's rich. He's poor. Which one should she wind up with? And uh, what was that? That was, I forgot what movie it was. It was a Joan Blondell movie from 1930. It was pre-code. I saw it on TCM. It was the same plot. Come on, Steve. <laughs> but it gets banned. Why? Why did, why did, okay, uh, Steve Martin calls out Collier County on Facebook. You don't fuck with Steve Martin. After Shop Girl book removal, actor Steve Martin, and then here's another problem. The person who wrote this, this article, listen to this. Actor Steve Martin only murders in the building in SNL. That's the only credits he gets. Murders in the building in SNL, okay? I think... He was, I guess you could call him in the late 70s before he went on SNL. A superstar! And, and also a writer for the Smothers Brothers show. Uh, a writer for other shows long before he was a stand-up comic. But uh, do they know this? No. Uh, Murder's in the building in SNL. And that's it. Not the jerk. Not dead man wear plaid. Uh, not any of that. Uh, what is it? Pennies from Heaven was the other one. I think it was. Yeah, that was it. Gene Wilder. No, it was him. He, he did lots of things. Okay, he, he's he, he's a comedy icon. Uh, I mean, starting with the Smothers Brothers. Uh, he, for, you really want to know? He was uh, uh, working in uh, the Disneyland Magic Shop, doing little tricks. That's where he really had his first gig. And then he got a job with the Smothers Brothers, and uh, I think Sonny and Cher show. Uh, Tony Orlando and Don, you know, those shows. He was a writer on those. You know, with the great Pat McCormick and all that. But then he started doing stand-up, wild and crazy guy with the arrow through his head, and he was a megastar. And this, this sad, sad person, whatever generation this sad person's from, murders in a building in SNL. That's all he did. Anyway, Steve Martin called out Collier County, Florida. <laughs> You know what Collier County, that's Fort Myers, okay? That's on the west coast of this penis, Isola. Talk about boring. They redefine boring over there. And they're uh, very right-wing, of course. Uh, almost uh, not quite as right-wing as the villages, because they don't have the the uh, the muscle that the villages have. But, yeah, they're uh, goose-stepping all the way over in, in uh, Collier County. Uh, that they're, they're a bunch of pickup truck uh, retirees, again, from the Midwest, and uh, rednecks. And uh, pee-pick-and-trailer-living uh, type uh, people over there. Uh, so, yeah, it's a real brain trust. In uh, Collier County. <laughs> the only good thing about it is that they named it after Bud Collier. The only murders in this building actor posted a short message... Yeah, that's all he did. 
He was only on that one show. He didn't do nothing else. Posted a short message on his Facebook page to his three... 0.2 million followers on November 6th. And a post about his book, Shop Girls, it quickly went viral. As of November 7th, the Steve Martin post had more than 30,000 likes. Well, I don't need to know about this social shit. The SNL actor. <laughs> uh, maybe I should feel bad for this person. It's a little child. That's who they got writing now in the news. He's just an SNL actor. You know, someday, if he works really hard and sticks around long enough, he might really make it. Oh, here you go. Now she's giving him credit. Three Amigos, Father of the Bride. Okay. Hey, there you go. Yeah, he did other things. I guess halfway through writing this article, she went to IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's so uh, suicidal inducing. Oh, no, don't say that. Don't ever say that. If you or anyone you know or have any loved ones or friends that are considering suicide, please call this number. And once you do, we'll have a, a SWAT team call, go into their house, uh, beat the fuck out of them, and put them in chains and uh, lock them away so they'll never see them again. Let's see. Uh, so proud to have my shop girl band uh, in Collier County, Florida. Now people who want to read it will have to buy a copy. The Bright Star creator included a link to purchase a book. Several comments responded about the movie of the same name. Collier County Libraries pulled the book from its shelves. And they're saying, no, it's not banned. Okay, tell me what the difference is. If you take a book off the shelf, how is that not banned? Okay, maybe it's not burned. Uh, Shop Girl, the book, appears on Pen America list. What is this Pen America list? Of more than 300 school library books, titles removed from all grade levels in Collier County. Collier County. That's the land of the really dumb. That's not even the villages. They're real mugwumpers over there. They're knuckle dragon shits. Collier County, Florida, boy. Let's get that going. Shirt kickers. Yeah. Collier County, Florida includes the city, the city of nipples. Marco Island and Immokalee. And mockily, you can make that at home. You see, you see, if you want to find uh, Collier County, get out a giant magnifying glass and, and uh, look at a map. Shop Girl is a 2000 novella written by Steve Martin. And he later adapted this book for a 2005 romantic comedy drama film using the same name. Its IMDb bio states uh, a film adaption of Steve Martin's novel about a complex love triangle be- between a bored house girl, a wealthy businessman, and a nameless lump. How many times have you heard this? How many times have you seen films like this? Steve Martin, come on. You got to put a twist in there or something, make it a foursome. Oh, oh and then you'd have Bob, Ked, Ted, Bob Carroll, Ted, and Alice. Removed from, the <laughs> removed from the school library shelves isn't the same as banned. It's not? Not sure you not sure why you want primary school students to read a book with multiple sex scenes. What do you re- regard as a sex scene? Particularly between a 28-year-old shop girl and a middle-aged womanizing millionaire, says Josh Rackless. You know what, Josh? Uh, go fuck yourself. I hope you jerk off really hard and get your jizz all over your mother's uh, photograph. God damn it. This is where I live. That is the state of Florida. And yeah, Steve Martin, he was a he was like was he on TV or something? I don't know. <laughs> see, but there you go, Steve Martin. I mean, see you play that goddamn banjo. <laughs> it, nothing good comes of a banjo. And, and those buttfuckers in Collier County who banned your book. And I know you love playing that banjo. <laughs> His whole act was great. I just really enjoyed it. And then, and he'd kill the whole thing with pulling out that banjo. Yeah. See, nothing good can come from a banjo. I just ask uh, the guy in Deliverance. It's just uh, something about that instrument. <laughs> it's just. And let's just say it, it, it belongs in Collier County, a banjo. Wait a minute. Maybe they don't even know you played the banjo. See, there's where here's where the problem is. If uh, Steve Martin visited Collier County and played the banjo, he he would capture their hearts. 
with the Farshtuk and a banjo. And then they put his book back on the shelf. There's a track that's being billed as the last new Beatles song, and it will drop Thursday. It is called Now and Then. The new song features all four of the Beatles, thanks to artificial intelligence. AI was able to modify John Lennon's vocals from a rough version of a previously unreleased track, allowing Paul to complete the song. But the Beatles aren't the only 60s legendary group to release an unfinished song using AI. You love their music in the 60s. And now, thanks to AI, you can love them again. Introducing Simon and AI Garfunkel. Rolling Stone calls it a rebirth of the greatest folk rock duo. Billboard exclaims, magical. And Art Garfunkel says, what the hell, I'm still alive. Spin Magazine raves, incredible! Pitchfork says, I was transported back in time. And Art Garfunkel exclaims, seriously, you could have called, my number's the same. So pick up Simon and A.I. Garfunkel today and enjoy the sounds of Cyborg. The John Lennon Files. To this day, the government refuses to release them. Tonight on the History Channel, you'll find out why. Only the History Channel has uncovered never-heard-before tapes of Lennon's rehearsal sessions, recorded under the constant surveillance of the FBI. All right, John. Not quite sure. Need a bit more warming up. You don't mind? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Here's a little ditty for the FBI. Don't leave me bloody alone. Imagine there's no Nixon. No Spiro Agnew, too. Imagine there's no quasars. Or pulling films of Scooby-Doo. Imagine there's no hoover. How much would that suck? Aren't you in enough trouble? Didn't like that, eh? This place could be bugged right now. <laughs> Don't worry about That's a good it. Idea. Here's one for the little buggers. Around the turn of the century, Republicans will get you all to agree. When the Saudis launch an attack, you'll get them back by invading Iraq. And like a pack of gullible fools, believe all the news you hear. Sergeant Schultz's country of the damned. You want to go to jail? Right. I need that like a bloody hole in the head. Get on with the room. I'm on a roll, boys. Let's pull the little FBI buggers. Check this out, then. J. Edgar Hoover, she's about to move her in his pretty dress. Yes, sweet gal, he likes best for a date like Toll Opposa. Puts a wig and nylons on, paints his lips with Revlon, fighting crime and drag. Busting all the fags, not his type of hoe. Mo, mo, mo. <laughs> there you are. We're all gonna get busted yeah, now. Just having a bit of fun. H.R. Alderman. He's your pal when things get rough. H.R. Alderman wants to see John Dean's wife in the bar. Who's got him? We've got him! Who's got the Beatles? We've got the Beatles! W-A-B-O-C! We're gonna move, yeah! yeah. Coming 
if you haven't heard it already, it's uh, I know it's true. It's all because of you. cassette tape of John uh, trying to compose a song from like a, across the street uh, you know like where uh, Felix and Oscar were crossing across across the street there a noisy avenue and <laughs> yeah, it's like it sounded like shit it sounded like terror because it was a, a it's just a rough, rough composition tape it was just something you do when you're writing music it's just something you do and why is my microphone so goddamn low Oh, there we go. Okay. And it's the same as before. Only George was alive back then. It's it's like you come away with it. Oh, it's all right. <clears throat> but you see why John just tossed it aside, gave it to Paul. That's what this was. Here you go. You can have it. <laughs> like, oh, thank you very much. And he tried this in 95, which is how George got his tracks in there. But when I first heard it, I, I, I didn't want to hear it again. I, I didn't want to, because it, you could hear John's voice decapitated from his body. And it's like from, from the grave. And it sounds like this from far, far away and, and scratchy. And uh, uh, please, it's just, and you can use AI. You can use NASA scientists. You can do uh, 
<laughs> sound dampening, uh, softer, or you like, it still sounds like John Lennon working on a song on a cassette tape, no matter what you do. But this time, I let it run. And, and when it goes into the current tracks, okay, it sounds like an adequate Beatles song. And I wanted the best. It sounds, it sounds like an adequate Adequate Beatles song. Not the greatest Beatles song to close their history at all. No, it was, you know, it was like a, a seaside. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't bad, okay? It was all right, the, the mixing and everything. And, uh, of course, uh, there's just uh, uh, older and fresher tracks on there by Paul uh, and, Ring, and Ringo. Uh, but... Here's here's why I I came down on the side of uh, this is really I really enjoy it and then I, I it's not a Beatles song I would play over and over again oh no but however uh, hold on a second let me turn this this is way too low over here there we go we're getting some volume on this now thank you what you got to do is you got to see the video. The song audio is ponder. It's interesting. And at some point, uh, the harmonization does sound like them, uh, you know, like old times. But you got to see the video. It's worthless without watching it. Because what Peter Jackson did, it's, uh, he, he can do. I mean, he's a multimillionaire. He's got the studio to do it. I just don't know where he gets the material from. But every time I watch the, the, the video of that song, I, I start to cry. A couple of times I did cry. It made me cry. I'm sorry. I'm being honest with you. The video, that is, not just the song. Watch it. You'll see why I'm saying that. I mean, if you grew up then, if you love the Beatles, uh, if you love all of them, it's how you would (laughs) imagine it to be. I I just thought that the, uh, the song was marginal at best, but the video was absolute pure brilliance. It was just amazing to me. And I recommend to my audience to watch at least the video. Never mind what that song is. So you can turn the sound off. But just watch that video by Peter Jackson. And there's more of those to come, and I'm not looking forward to them. I'm like, stop being a vulture. Stop picking picking you're picking apart his his corpse and you're picking apart the corpse of our memories when you do it leave well enough alone uh, paul's making enough albums all by himself that uh, no and, and he's listening the only one listening to him i don't know what happened to him there are it's like paul one of the greatest songwriters of all time it's like he just can't uh, i don't know you know but but I, i'm very uh fortunate we're all very fortunate that Sir Paul is still with us and working and touring and doing things. Hey, country, tell us who we are. Well, we're Jewish country singers. We got golden fingers and we love everywhere we go. Sounds like us. We sing about Cholent and we sing about Stiebels and we pack them in at every show. We got everything that a fame can bring. Just one thing's missing, I guess. Yeah, we keep getting richer, but we can't get our picture on the cover of the Jewish press. Jewish press. Gonna see my picture on the cover. Bread. Gonna buy five copies for my mother. Bread. Gonna see my smiling face on the cover of the Jewish press. Well, we're big and famous. Every kid can name us. And you know we like it that way. They play our songs on the radio Every night and day Yeah, all our records are gold And all the tapes have been sold We've been signed by CBS And we keep getting richer But we can't get our picture On the cover of the Jewish press Jewish press Gonna see my picture on the cover Gonna buy five copies for my mother Gonna see my smiling face the cover of the Jewish press. Will we thank Hashem many times a day for everything we got? And we try to give so others can live, cause we know we got a lot. But I still say I would give it all away, cause I could. 
Welcome back to the Brit Summer Show. I want to thank everybody for clicking on the donation button that's on my uh, the front page. Has been clicked several times. And I must say, thank you! Thanks to everybody. And uh, I don't know, I, don't, I got real screamy McShouty today. Oh, I stole that. I got, I got really shouty this uh, show. Uh, because uh, a lot of things are piecing me off. Uh, correction uh, for from last week's show uh, or last show. I, I I did some more research on this because I'm really into the the, the play. I like planes. I like planes and I like cars and stuff like that. I I, I said the B-17 saw little action in South Pacific. I was wrong. <laughs> yes, I was. I was wrong. The B-17 Fortress saw action in both theaters, okay? Uh, the problem with the B-17 was it, it didn't have much range. It was a real gas pig. B-17s were limited to 35,000 feet. They couldn't go, couldn't go as high than a B-24. And uh, they weren't, well, 290 miles per hour is what it said, but uh, that, that's still, uh, you know, that, that's you know, for what it is. It was a big, heavy plane. So it really wasn't effective as a B-24 uh, in, in, in service in the South Pacific. See, the uh, the B-24 had uh, uh, that range and uh, high capacity for uh, carrying more uh, uh, things on it. But the, anyway, yeah, but, but it saw both theaters, and I apologize for the mistake. So as you are, I am looking forward to that uh, South Pacific thing that's uh, coming up next year, early, early part of next year. I like that. I hope they do a, a good job. I hope they do a, a, a when it's accurate to me. It's it's more fun to watch. And I tell you something else. If we had any of that surplus around, I'm certain Ukraine could use it. I'm going to get to that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm finally going to talk about it, but not quite yet, because I'm I'm not done thanking everybody and getting on my knees, which is difficult for me to do these days. Thanking everybody for being so generous with. Uh, helping support this show and of course as always the underwriter of this program and special sponsor of this show ernie oh we thank you thank you ernie and by the way son my roommate is out of town for a couple weeks so guess what i'm doing i have no pants on oh i'm dancing in the nude right now <laughs> i'm shaking round now Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. You call that a penis? It's weaving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down. I shake my legs with my happy feet to make my button mushroom work. Ah, you have no penis. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. My God, is that thing real? Wee-wee's in motion Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby And let me show you how it works Yeah Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, everybody take your pants off now You're listening to The Brit Summer Show now, I haven't said anything about the uh, Israel-Palestine conflict uh, with the uh, Israel just uh, just pummeling, uh, slaughtering. It's a river of blood, man. They are just uh, devastating. You know, uh, Israel is doing the, uh, before we had an atomic bomb, 
we have what were called fire bombs. And if you take a look at pictures of what we did to Dresden, Germany, that is, during World War II, when we, when we got done with that city, there was nothing left of it. It was just, uh, and you know, <laughs> it just so happens. And speaking of irony, this uh, software, um, <laughs> the the SoundForge software I have, this audio studio that I'm, that you're hearing this show on, uh, that I really like, was purchased. Uh, uh, it was originally SoundForge, and then Sony bought it, and then this company in Dresden, Germany, bought it. So I guess they're doing okay. But after we bombed it in World War II, because uh, the way they firebombed uh, Dresden, if you take a look at that, it just looks like ghost lease buildings just standing up. Nothing's left of it. I mean, we, and that was, what, 80 years ago, 70-something years ago? Just wiped out a complete town. Almost did it to Berlin. But I mean, no, no atomic bombs. Uh, but that was enough, wasn't it? So it looks like it's to me that's what Israel's trying to attempt with the with the Palestinians. Now here's what I'm going to uh, walk you through my theory on what's going on over there, because I needed about uh, you know a couple of hundred thousand years to mull this over properly. This has a lot to do with the funding and supplies we're providing for Ukraine. Have you heard about Ukraine lately? No. No, you have not heard about Ukraine lately. And that's partly what this is all about. Because Putin, who the Republicans adore now. Republicans, they jerk off to that fuckface Putin. They love him now. They're they're all about the Soviet Union. They're all about the Communist Party, the the Republican Party. Uh, If you're a Republican, there's your boy. There's your boy. You want to rub your cock on his face. And in, and in some cases, your pussy on his face. Da, ja. Now, Vlad, he ain't all that happy that we're sending Ukraine billions of dollars in support. Now, not just our country, but all the other UN countries are sending their support and supplies. And they're getting F-16s pretty soon. If I, this one got past me. I don't know if they're ours, but somebody's sending them F-16s. Good. Putin was getting aggravated that Ukraine's getting all the attention and all this monetary support, all these things, and he's getting his ass kicked. So he gave Putin, and all this time, uh, I was thinking, since that war was almost almost two years now, since he invaded Ukraine, I used to say, and I said it on my show, I said, Israel has been very quiet lately. They're very quiet. Where is Israel to denounce what Putin was doing? So what does he do to redirect attention and divert funds away from Ukraine? Uh, he calls in, a, calls in a favor, a chip, let's say, uh, from Bibi Netanyahu, because uh, he didn't say nothing. He didn't protest the invasion. Uh, and uh, he, he's, he, he's an illegitimate... Uh, authoritarian dictator too just like him well i mean he i guess he is the he was elected and then he was taken out of office uh for corruption and then he wound up back in office and now he's taken out of office and he's back in office and before all this went down there were hundreds of thousands of israelis in the streets protesting to get the fucker out of office again and then see this is all gels together perfectly vlad says say i got an idea Here's what you do. You, you, when uh, you drop the Iron Dome, they have the Iron Dome. You drop the Iron Dome, I'll get Hamas to uh, fire uh, shit in there uh, and, and kill Israelis. Uh, and then we'll, we'll do it with, uh, I guess, uh, what they use, hand gliders or whatever it was. We'll finance it. We'll take care of it. Uh, you just drop that dome that night over the weekend and uh, then you could start your war. You could blame the Palestinians, and then you could start your war with them, and say it was it wasn't Hamas, but it was uh, the Palestinians. And then you could do whatever you've been wanting to do for uh, uh, over a hundred years now. And that's what happened. They turned the switch off on the Iron Dome uh, that night, uh, and all the the bombs went. The attack went through to kill the Israelis which uh, would not have happened if the Iron Dome was functioning, but just wasn't that night. Now, was it B.B. Nitten? No! No, it was not. 
So in retaliation, naturally, they're going to go after the Palestinians in the, in the Gaza, Gaza Strip. But it was Hamas all along. It was, uh, it was the Tataglia all, all along. No, it was, it was Hamas. So Bibi's propagandizing it as if all the Palestinians are Hamas. And so he's going to pummel them into the earth and collapse their tunnels, even with their hostages, uh, because he's a murderer. Very, very simple. This has nothing to do with our pals, the Israelis, or our, our ally, Israel. Uh, Netanyahu, he's a fucking murderer. He's just a fucking, uh, he's just no better than Putin, who, who actually, you know, he's uh, the, the guy who dropped gas in a movie theater to gas his own people. Uh, look what he did in Aleppo. He's a mass murderer, too. Well, uh, I guess uh, Netanyahu wanted to join the, the ranks of mass murderers. And now he has. And he has a very short memory because this is what was happening to his people. That he he makes this such a big deal about whenever he makes a speech about the Holocaust. And yes, he's, and yet he's repeating the exact same thing. And oh no, this is no mistake. This is very well planned. I think this is something that he's exacting. And it's something he's been wanting to do for a long time. And it has nothing to do with the attack on, uh, well, on Israel th- that night that killed uh, the Israelis. I-, I think it has more to do with uh, Netanyahu, him alone, because nobody likes the guy. He has uh, he has all the authority, but they can't do anything about it, I guess. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. But it seems like this is what he just wants to do this. And this is he's getting off killing and murdering and, and destroying uh, the Palestinians. And, you know, all of this could have been avoided years ago. Just give them the goddamn land. You were talking about a strip of land that's no bigger than Miramar. It's really, it's, it's, it's so petty and stupid, but that's what, that's what these uh, fucking leaders like. They, they, I hate that word leader. They're not leaders. They're dictators. O- over bullshit. It's not over religion. So it's over goddamn real estate. That is, ain't much. It ain't much. That this is, this is what all the death and fighting is over. But, you know, and it's just, here's the thing, though. No matter, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm going to be wrong no matter what side of this I come down on. You know, I, I, I will say that uh, up until that attack on Israel, uh, these, the Palestinians, they did their share of uh, terrorism uh, against uh, Israel. Why do you think a joke was, I hear uh, taking a bus in, in Tel Aviv is the bomb? I mean, well, maybe that is Hamas. Maybe it's the Palestinians. But you know, for years, uh, like this goes back, you know, technically about a hundred years, not hundreds of years. Uh, the Something Act, Parkin Act, or the Harkin Act, or something like that, where where uh, I don't know. It's very complex. It's very complex, and I really don't want to step in it too much with this thing. But that's how I feel. I don't like seeing slaughter. I don't like seeing genocide. No matter who's doing it. No matter who's doing it. And I'm offending any Jewish friends or any Palestinian friends out there. I don't know. Forgive me. You have to come down on one side or the other on this thing. And that's the side I come down on. That Netanyahu is reaping the benefits of dancing with the devil. And that devil is Vlad Putin. Plus, you know, you got to figure the money it's coming from. Not uh, Cutter, but guitar. You remember that back in the 9-11 days. Oh no no it's not it's not uh, guitar it's cutter that's the proper pronunciation fuck them i'm going to call it guitar and that's why i did this bit i play guitar oh you play much better than lenny kravitz Stamp and dark, the American pigs can't fight where we are. So, so all we got is one guitar. daughter. We pray to Allah, then start playing. Listen to the jihad fatwa jam. The rock and roll sound of the Taliban. Smelly camel jockeys that don't take a bath. Our music ain't the only thing that's We don't care where the women are at. There's plenty of smelly men to grab. When he squats down, I look between his knees. Hey, what's that thing I see dangling? Shout to the jihad fatwa. 
Hiding in a cave, eating halibut, no phone, no lights, no motor car, not a single luxury. Oh, he is welling out the pound of sound. No one bothers to say jewelry anymore, so why not sell what they're so desperately trying to say? This holiday season, give someone you love a gift from the heart from the Jewel Larry store, featuring a wide selection of Jews named Larry. Hello, my name is Larry, and I look good wrapped around your wife. Hi, my name is Larry, too. I resemble Fibish Finkel, so I'll go well with Whoopi and Satskalas. Just a minute, you mulletheads. My name is Larry, too. No, I'm Larry. Ah, shut up, you knucklehead. Oh! So your name's Larry, huh? Yeah. Why, you, I ought to... Our on-site professional engraver, Mo Howard Jr., will be delighted to personalize your Larry at no extra charge. That for. Never mind that. Hold still, you lame brain. <laughs> Find your favorite Jew name, Larry, only at the Jewelry Store. They make our buildings tumble down. They use weird words I can't pronounce. But their holes are smoking, and the Taliban's in flight. Because our bombs keep falling from the sky now. <laughs> They're the evil doers. Make no mistake. They're the evil doers. And that's all I ever say. Like I told the kids at school. Afghanistan smells like your stool. <laughs> And they're all jealous of the things that we all have Like showers, razor blades, and bubble baths now They're the evil doers Make no mistake They're the evil doers That's all I have to say No more questions, please Oh, and uh, God bless America I am so tired of this Middle East bullshit I'm really tired of it we have, uh, what's his name, Anthony blinking and winking and blinking and nodding. <laughs> I guess the way he sees it, because he can't alienate Israel, uh, Biden that is, can't is- alienate Israel as an ally. But then on the other hand, he can't let this genocide continue. So what do you do? I don't know. Well, we'll see this thing uh, as it uh, continues to unfold. In the meantime, uh, I'm going to check out for now and... Uh, and I don't mean for good, not yet anyway. Because, uh, man, you know something? I weigh about 5,000 pounds right now. Why do I keep complaining about it? Because I, I don't want to, that's why. And on that note, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'll, I'll see you again. Yeah, I'll see you again next week. And for the silver weeks on, then after, uh, up until uh, Thanksgiving, giving in, and uh, uh, weeks after that, I'm going to be a... A hard-working, busy girl until then. What's left of me. Uh, so until then, this is Britt Summers saying, we're all going to die, all of us. <laughs> what a circus. That alone should make us love each other, but it doesn't. We are terrorized and flattened by trivialities. We are eaten up by nothing. Eh, I didn't say that. Jack Kerouac said that. Have a good week. Bidding at six or seven.